Good morning. We bring you greetings from the Jasper Street Church of Christ once again, where we strive to um, deliver the Word of God according to His truth and to display the love of God into a lost and dying world. We pray and hope that we have a portion of God's Word for you on this morning that may be encourage you, um, that may bless you in regards to your Christian walk, that may be that may touch your heart in such a way that you may ask the question, "What must I do to be saved?" For there is no greater salvation than the salvation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is the only way back to the Father. It is through His love. It is through His sacrifice. It is through the shedding of His blood that we have redemption for our sins by accepting Christ as our Savior and repenting of our sins and turning to God's um, will before it's everlasting and eternally too, late, too, eternally too late. God has certainly blessed us. He has greatly <coughs> enriched our lives with his grace and his mercy, and we are thankful. We are thankful. We're thankful to be able to be here. We're thankful um, to be able to share a portion of God's word. We're thankful to be able to be uh, on these airwaves, to be able to reach out into a lost and dying world. And hopefully um, the individuals that are out there that do not know God, does not know his way, or listening, listening attentively and, and studying God's word and, and knowing that God loves you. Um, no matter what's going on in this world, no matter how um, things can be, you have to know and understand that God loves you. He's already proved it. He's already demonstrated it. He's already shown it. And therefore, because God loves you, um, don't forsake that love. Don't turn away from that love. Um, experience that love. Come to that love. Um, turn to that love. People don't understand that it is the love of God um, that makes you strong. It's the love of God that makes us strong. Um, we, we, when we love, we become stronger. Um, when, when you love your children, you become stronger. I'm able to deal with, you're able to deal with more. You're able to put up with more. You're able to walk through more because of love. You love your spouse. The relationship is stronger because you're able, because you love one another. You're able to be binded together. You're able to be together. And so you're able to endure together. And so love is the component that keeps things together. Love is the component that makes things strong. Love is the component that takes the worst and turns it into the best. It is through love love that that people are brought from the the pig pit of the pig pen and brought back into the palace of the kingdom it is through love that when people are individuals caught in the act of adultery that you can bring them to Christ and Christ um, tells them to go away and, and sit no more. It is through the love of Christ that Christ can stand in the presence of the, the demon possessed child and, and cure and cure them of their elements and cure them of their pains and their suffering and and freedom from the bondage of darkness. It is through the love um, that God has shown to us. It is through the love that God has demonstrated to us. It is through the care um, that he has taken time to come and spend with us that we have an opportunity to understand um, just how good and how great God loves is and, and understanding how worthy and how blessed we are to be able to have um, a portion of God's word. You know, the Bible has been the most persecuted, um, the most tried book throughout history. Um, it has been tried to be uh, getting rid of and, and destroyed, and yet God has kept it. Um, God has kept it here, and therefore, why? Because he loves us. Uh, he has demonstrated that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son um, that we may have an opportunity of everlasting life to be able to live forever. And so no matter what we understand no matter what we perceive and what we know we have to always know and understand that it is love that makes us better it is love that makes us greater it is love 
that makes us stronger and and God's love, not this selfish love, not this love that's based in selfish desires, not this love that's based in what one wants and what one um, feel that he or she needs. Um, not love according to the flesh, but love according to the spirit. And many times people get those individual things mixed up. They try to love according to the flesh, thinking it's love according to the spirit. And those things are not the same thing. And so we have to understand just how great that love is that God has demonstrated and God has given unto us. And it's through that love that we share that love with one another, with our brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, with our family members with our friends, uh, with every, whatever it is that, or whoever it is that we have close associations with in this life, um, the best love, the best love to give to somebody, the best love to demonstrate to someone is the love of God. And so there is no greater love. There is no more power. There is no love that is more powerful than the love of God. The Bible says that there is no fear in love. There is no fear uh, in the love that God has given to us. There is no fear in the love that we should display um, to one another but we have to understand that love with God and loving according to the flesh are totally two different things loving God uh, comes with with certain uh, parameters loving God comes with certain righteousness come with God Loving God comes with certain disciplines. And so many times people think love is just this open, flamboyant type of thing that you can love anything and anybody, and and, and God is okay with that. No, that's not that type of love. That's a perverted, twisted um, form of love. But real love is a love that is based according to the standards of God, that is based according to the, the, the ways of God, that is based according to the revelation and according to the will of God. And so to understand that love, we look at Christ. Um, we look at his sacrifice. We look at um, his 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 lifestyle. We look at his ministry. We look at his his work. We look at why he died, why he came to establish the church. We look at everything that Jesus went through um, to demonstrate that love, even upon the cross as um, nails was being put on his hand, as he was being raised up that all man may see him, um, that God at that moment, at that time, Christ um, even said himself, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Why? Because he understood that. And even even these men that are doing their job, even these men that are doing what they are told to do, um, they need love. And even in the worst, even in this worst situation, um, I want to extend the love to them that they may be forgiven for what they for what they have done. And so we have to understand you can't let no one or anything in this life alter or change who God has called you to be or who God has blessed you to be. Um, Love people, love, love, love everyone, but not loving in the fact that what to point where we live in a world to where people are beginning to love sin. And, and, And therefore, you can't love sin and love God at the same time. And so therefore, you can't get those two things mixed up. And many times. Um, individuals have got those things mixed up and try to coincide the two uh, when the two does not reside together. Uh, You either have to love according to the spirit or you love according to the flesh. And and when you love according to the spirit, then that is a um, self-sacrifice type of love. That is a love that is that is that is in conflict with the world. That is a love that is in conflict uh, with the spirit. And many times, uh, people have problems with the Bible, or have problems with church, or they have problems with worshiping God, or, or understanding the God of love, and because they're trying to look at God and perceive God through the flesh. Uh, and you can't do that. You have to perceive God according to the Spirit and through the Spirit and through the Word of God, according to what the Word and the, according to what the Word has revealed 
unto us. And so God has given us the, this divine revelation to help us to understand um, the contrast between the spirit and the flesh. And so we're going to take a short while on this morning, if you will. We're going to look at the book of Romans, uh, Romans chapter 8. Verse number five, understanding that there will always be a conflict between the flesh and a conflict between the spirit. Um, these two will always be in opposition with one another. They will never agree. Um, they will never be on the same accord. They will always have a problem um, with one another. Righteousness is going to have a problem with unrighteousness. Light is going to have a problem with, with darkness. Evil is going to have a problem with good. And so, therefore, they will always be contrary um, to one another. And so you have to understand the difference between God love and the love of the world, because the love of the world is not God's love. And that and if it's not God's love, then no matter how much the world loves you, it can't save you because ultimately this comes down to your soul salvation. Ultimately, this comes down to you being saved. And so you have to understand that God gave his love for our soul salvation. God gave his love that we may be saved from our sins. God gave his love that we may not be condemned into a into an eternal hell. And so because of God's love, we are blessed to turn from um, our sinful ways, our sinful selves, and to turn to God and to become the saints that God has called us to be, to be new creatures, to walk in his light, to walk in his righteousness, to walk in his goodness, um, to walk in his mercy, to walk in his kindness. And so by that great love and by that demonstration of that great love, God has given us a opportunity to exercise our free will, to exercise our free will in regards to turning to a love that's greater than the love than we perceive in this life. And so many times people get things that are mixed up that they perceive to be love, and that's not love. It's lust. Um, it's lust that that looks like uh, 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 we want to make it to be love, but that's not actually what it is. It is a fulfillment of the flesh. It is a fulfillment of the selfish desires. And so uh, you cannot or you do not want to commit, create a community um, that makes people feel comfortable in their sin. Um, that's wrong. That's unrighteous. Um, that's wicked. That's evil. Um, that's condemning people to an eternal hell because you're not willing to tell people what's right. You're not willing to show people what's right. You're not willing to demonstrate to people what's right. And so, therefore, you really don't love them um, as much as you say that you love them. If you see somebody about to do wrong, if you know somebody that is is doing that which is not right according to God's righteousness, not our own righteousness, but according to the righteousness of God, and you do not expose them to the truth or expose them to that which is right, then truly and wholeheartedly you don't really love that person. You don't really care about that person. We, um, The world believes that love is personified as if I just let you go and do whatever you want to do and however you want to do it, and so therefore I love you. You know, you're always going to be my child. You're always going to be my baby, and so I'm just, I just love you in regards to what you whatever it is that you're doing that's wrong that's wrong uh if your child is wrong if you're if somebody is wrong, especially your child, you need to put them in check. You need to you need to set them right. You need to put them on the right path. Uh, you need to show them that love, not in a way that's hurtful, not in a way that's destructive, but you need to show them and help them to understand um, what is true and what is right and what is acceptable to God. Because God's standards is not our standards. Uh, what we think God is, is, is accepting of, God is not accepting of. It's a lot of things that we 
that people try to put off that, that that God is accepting. And just because it's passed in a political party or just because it's passed in a government or just because a law has been established for it to be right does not mean that it's right in the eyes of God. And so you have to either you have to make a choice of what you're going to stand on. Either you're going to obey man or you're going to obey God. Or either you're going to love God or you're going to love man. And so there are a lot of things that are are, are moving um, into churches or are moving into communities or um, lifestyles and, and, and different ways that people are perceiving how they should live and how they should be. And they should be accepted um, because uh, God is love. And so, therefore, we should love them, too. No, no. God, God loves people, but he hates sin. And so, therefore, why? Because sin destroys people's souls. Sin casts people into an eternal hell. Sin puts people in a place where they're going to be lost forever. And so, therefore, God hates sin because it separates us from him. And so you have to be willing to tell people what's right and what's true, because if you don't, then you're not really demonstrating the love of God. And you have to always know that the, the spirit is going to always be in contrast or opposition to the flesh. And this flesh is going to always be in contrast or opposition to the spirit. And so, therefore, it is a constant conflict. It'll be a constant conflict until Christ come back. And so even with inside of the Christian, with even with inside of the Christian, even though we uh, are Christians are housed inside of the body, you still ha- in house inside of the flesh. And so, therefore, you have weight, you have things that you have to fight against, even within yourself um, by being a Christian. But do not make uh, allow the world or the environment of the world to make things conducive. Uh, that's what the world has done. It has made things conducive in regards to sin and has told people that certain things are all right and certain things are okay when it's not. It's not. That's just not the honest to God truth. And so when it comes to your soul salvation, you have to be willing to demonstrate. You, know, you have to be willing to tell people what is right and tell people what is true. This is what Paul says in Romans chapter eight, verse number five. He says, for they that are after the flesh do not mind that do mind the things of the flesh. They that are after the flesh do mind things of the flesh. They that are after the flesh, they are only concerned about them uh, selfish things. They're only concerned about themselves. They're only concerned about the ways of this world. They're only concerned about this life or what's going on here, what's right now. Um, they're not concerned about the things of the spirit. They're concerned about the fulfillment of the flesh. And so therefore the flesh within itself, within its own nature, it is selfish. Uh, it wants what it wants. It wants when it wants it. It wants it how it wants it, and it wants it when it wants it. Um, and so, therefore, what God does is by saving us, He gives us the blessing of of a new nature. And so, what Paul is saying in Romans chapter five, Romans chapter eight, verse number five, he says, "For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit." For to be carnal-minded is, is death. For to be carnal-minded is death. And so, therefore, to think selfishly according to the flesh are always uh, what you want and how you want it. Uh, what what Paul is saying is that those are the ways that lead to death. And I think it was Jeremiah who said that it is not in man um, that he shall direct his own steps. And so, therefore, it is not within us that we shall lead a path to righteousness. And so many times we have people that have self-righteousness, their own established righteousness, and their righteousness is not the righteousness of God. You know, there's a lot of good people that get up and go to work. There's a lot of good people that take care of their children. There's a lot of good people that 
love their wives and love their husbands and they strive to do good works and they strive to do good things but yet your righteousness is still based upon your own level of acceptance and so therefore it is not acceptable when it comes to God righteousness because God righteousness is greater than all righteousness and so the spirit is in contrast to the righteousness of the flesh and the flesh is in contrast to the righteousness of the spirit why because a person is not walking according to the spirit of the flesh but they I mean they're not walking to the they're not walking according to the spirit the 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 righteousness of the spirit but they're walking according to the righteousness of the flesh and so uh what paul says here he says that but they that are after the spirit they do minor things of the spirit for they for to be carnal minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal minded is enmity against god for it is not subject to the law of god Neither indeed can be. And so what Paul was doing with the church and the Christians in Rome, he was trying to help them understand the contrast between the spirit and the flesh and also help them to understand how the law plays in effect in regards to the spirit and the flesh. Um, so so when we look at what Paul is saying here, he's saying that, look, the the the, the spirit. Uh, uh, um, is going to fulfill those things that God would have to be fulfilled. Uh, love, patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, mercy, um, long suffering, those things that come from God, um, the spirit is going to strive to fulfill those things. And so therefore, the spirit is going to put the flesh on the back burner. You know, Sunday morning, getting up, going to church, that's spiritual. That's the spirit. Uh, being in Bible class on Wednesday nights, that's that's spirit. That's spiritual. Um, not not laying that when you know you could perfectly be um, studying or getting up and um, um, being at the word, you know, being in God's uh, 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 presence, being in the presence of the believers, and and and, and learning more and growing within our in, within our spirit. That's spiritual things. Uh, many times people live life and they live life, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, and then they get seventy years old, or they get sixty years old, and then they want to run to the Lord. When they lived out their whole life selfishly or they lived out their whole life according to the flesh. And so now you get to God and you're 65, you're 70 or whatever the age may be and your health is barely holding on. And so you really can't do anything for the Lord. And so the ideal is, is that turn to God early, turn to God sooner than later. Uh, you know, understand that with anything comes change, with anything that is good. There comes change, and many times people don't want to change. They don't want to alter who they are. They don't want to change who they are. I want to be who I am, and I want people to accept me who I am, who I am. And so, therefore, and they'll throw this, they'll throw this hook out there um, to catch people and, and and reel people in. Where if you love me, you just will accept me for who I am and the way I the way I am, and and therefore I don't have to change. No, that's 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 not the truth. Uh, if there is a better you within you, then you need to change to be the better you. Um, the love just gives you the opportunity to be, to become the better you. The love shouldn't. The love does not uh, is not given to you that you stay the worse or the bad you. That's not why love is given given to you. Love is given to you that you may become better. Love is given to you that you might become stronger. Love is given to you that you might be blessed. Love is given to you. That you might become the better individual than who you than who you previously are, and so what what Paul says that so they that might so they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Um, there's nothing the flesh can offer God that that where God will find pleasable unto Him. God is spirit, 
And so the Bible says, though they worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. And understanding that God is spirit, then the only way that I can strive to please God is doing those things which are spiritual. Um, church, man did not invent church. God invented church. And so church is spiritual. Being in the house of the Lord is a spiritual thing. Uh, worshiping with believers is a spiritual thing. Man invented the fact that I don't have to go to church. Men invented the fact that I, me and God have our own personal relationship. He understands me and I understand him. That's according to the flesh. That has nothing to do with the biblical word of God. That has nothing to do with the, with the Christians and what the Christians established um, according to the power of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament gospel, even in the Old Testament, that has that has nothing to do. That's according to the flesh. Uh, well, I don't have to be a part of a community or I don't have to be a part of an organization. God never called this church an organization. God never called this church a business. God never called this church a nonprofit. God, that is nothing. That's never what God called this church. Christ said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so Christ was not talking about building a business. Christ was talking about building people, saving people, that people may be infused with the spirit of his spirit by the Holy Spirit. And therefore, they shall become better people and they will be saved according to they will be saved because my blood has covered them. And so therefore, the gates of hell should not prevail against it. All these false perceptions and all these things that people come up with to avoid worship and to avoid church and to avoid God is simply rooted and based in the selfishness of the flesh. Uh, well, you know, I can go to church on my computer or I can I can go to I don't have to um, be in the company of the believers or I don't have to um, be a part of, of, of this in order to be saved. That is a self-deluded, misled, misinterpretation, gross misinterpretation of the word of God that you can go in there. Nowhere where you find a biblical example, nowhere you find an approved example, nowhere you find scriptural reference where anybody or any of the believers that walked in communion with God was not in the presence of the believer come Sunday morning. And so the pathway to salvation is through Christ, is through the Lord's church. And so therefore, no matter who you are, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, uh, whether you are educated, whether you're uneducated, uh, one thing that we all have in common is sin. And so therefore, when it comes to God and what God has done and what God has sacrificed for us to be saved, you must come become a new creature. A new creature in Christ. Second Corinthians chapter five, um, verse number 17 and understanding and operating according to the spirit. And so therefore I'm just therefore deciding to put spiritually things first rather than fleshly things first. All those things are rooted in, and founded and based in the flesh and in, in, in ideals and people what folks come up with where you can go to any church that you want to go to and, and, and God will bless you. And it does not matter where you go to worship God. All those things, according to the flesh, God has never said nowhere in his Bible, nowhere in his word that you can go anywhere and anyhow and that you can worship God in any form, any fashion. And God finds it, 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 it acceptable. That's just not the truth. And so you have to understand that you have to strive to do things according to the spirit that God may bless you. And we praying and we hoping um, that 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 you that you're listening and that you're searching out those things, that you're looking for those things to be true, because in the end, we want your soul to be saved right now. We want your soul to be saved. It ain't about. Um, being rich is not about being poor. It's not about having material things. You know, it's nice to have things, but it's not about that. Ultimately, it's about your soul being saved. And the only way that you can soul being saved, you have to you have to be willing to submit to what the word of God has to say. You cannot change it. You cannot 
uh, um, alter it to what you would like and for what you want it to be. You see, it, it's called obedience. It's not according to your will, but it's according to God's will. And there are many people, well-off people, well, people that are educated and well-off uh, in, in, in life, and God has blessed them. Uh, he has he has enriched them, but yet uh, come Sunday morning or come studying God's word, they don't want to have nothing to do with it. They don't have time for it. I gotta go to work. I got I got all these other pressing things that I find so much more important. We have the the world has the Martha and Mary mentality. You have to choose which one you're going to be. You're either going to be Martha and you're going to be busy with all this stuff that's just distracting you from the one thing that you need. Which is Christ. And that's what who, that's who Christ was. Uh, he was the one thing that we need. He was the spirit of God. Uh, he's God's spirit in the, in the form of flesh in his son that he came to us to save us from our flesh, to save us from ourselves. And so we prayerful and we hope that hoping that um, that. There is someone that is out there that is listening, that is that is searching for the truth, that is searching for what that which is right. And we pray and hope that you will come join us at Jasper Street Church of Christ, where we strive to worship God in spirit and in truth and to teach God's word according to what the according to what the Bible says. We know we have listeners out there and and we pray and hope that uh, if there's a, a sister singleton out there, we want to um, offer our prayers and condolences for you in, in the loss um, of of. Of, of, of the one that was special to you and we want to pray and let you know that our heart and condolences go out unto you. Um, definitely, uh, you being a uh, faithful listener, we pray and we hope that we are saying something that may touch your heart, that may encourage you to ask the question, what must I do to be saved? It was uh, brought joy to my heart to be able to hear that there are individuals that are out there that are listening. There are individuals that are out there that are seeking what's right and seeking what's true. And so um, if you're listening, Sister um, Singleton, we just pray and hope um, that you will come and, and be with us on, on occasion, that you will come worship with us on, on one occasion that 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 God may reach you according to his word and according to his way. And at this time that that you will find condolences and that we will extend our love to you um, at your time of loss, that the peace of God may reign within your heart. And see, that's 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 according to the spirit. That's not according to the flesh. Ultimately, it is God that brings comfort to our soul. Ultimately, it is God that brings comfort um, into a lost and dying world. The problem with the world um, is not comp- that complicated. The problem with the world is sin. And the problem with the world is sin. And the problem with the world is that we have a broken relationship with God. And because that relationship has been broken uh, with God, man finds himself in all these divisive places. Man finds himself with all these different opinions and all these different philosophies and attitudes when it comes to God. And, and not understanding that it's either God's way or no way. Um, and that has nothing to do with being dogmatic. That has nothing to do with uh, I'm trying to force people to to accept something, but it has to do with the truth. Um, God's word has not changed over three thousand to two thousand years, and so therefore, it's not going to change. It's not going to be altered. It's still going to say the same thing uh, in the next two thousand years, uh, Lord's will, if we are still here. And so, understanding that. Um, God's word is true. Um, God's word is faultless. And so therefore you can trust it. And understanding that the flesh is always going to be in contrast to the spirit. Um, it's always going to be in opposition to what the world wants. It's always going to be in opposition to what to what man wants. Man, ha- man is selfish within himself. Man is selfish within his desire. 
Um, we man says that he wants to love, but when it comes to demonstrating that love, man does not fulfill that love. Man says that he wants to forgive, but when it comes to demonstrating um, that act of forgiveness, man does not demonstrate that act of forgiveness. Why? Because real love is based within the spirit of God. Real forgiveness is based in, in the spirit of God. Real compassion is based within the spirit of God. Real Mercy is based within the spirit of God. And so it comes with understanding God and recognizing who God is in the form of Jesus Christ. And therefore, uh, what 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 Paul is saying is there's nothing that the flesh can do that will please God. In other words, there's nothing that I can do in my flesh that God is going to find pleasable unto him. There is nothing that I can do. Now, there are many things that I can do. There are many good works that I can do. There are many acts that I can do. According to the flesh that I might feel right, that I might feel good, that I might feel true. But in the end, um, if it is, if it's not according to God's will, and if it's not according to God's way, no matter how good I think it may be, no matter how righteous I think it may be, I cannot be saved going about establishing my own righteousness. The only way that I can be saved is going about and, and, and is going about and submitting unto the righteousness of God is not about doing things my way, but it's about doing things his way, because the flesh and the spirit will always be in contrast with one another. People are forsaking God or people are forsaking the Lord. Or, and many people are saying, well, you know, I don't I'm not a part of this church. Or I'm not a part of this. And, and folks are coming up with their own religious ideas and their own religious systems. And it is it's just a trap to get a person's soul eternally lost. Um, all these things um, that, that we come up with, we make this complicated. A, a man makes this complicated. God makes it real simple. Um, it's not hard to understand. It's not hard to to be able to search through the word of God and find out what I need to do to be saved. It's not that those things are not difficult. And so we pray and hope that you would join us at Jasper Street Church of Christ, where we strive to teach things according to the spirit, that we strive to teach things according to the word of God, that you may leave and have a thorough understanding of what you need to do to be saved, that you may leave to have a thorough understanding of why Christ came, that you may leave and have a thorough understanding why the importance of the Lord's church, that you may leave and have a thorough understanding of what you need to do when it comes to your soul salvation. If you are serious about being saved, if you are serious about going to heaven, you have to take a serious look in regards to what the Bible says, regardless to what man and what individuals try to teach when it comes to establishing their own righteousness. The flesh will never ever be in agreement with the spirit they will never um, be on the same accord they will always be in opposition with one another and so the the world is always going to have a problem with what the bible teaches the world is going to always have a problem in what god what god has said it is it has had a problem since, since the beginning and it's going to have a problem until the end. I just pray and hope that in between the beginning and in between the end that you will find the truth before it's everlasting and eternally too late. Christ said it is the truth that shall set you free. May God bless you. May God keep you. And we hope that we have said something to encourage you on this particular day. And we pray for our dear sister single for uh, 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 Miss Singleton. We pray that that God will bless you and will comfort your heart at this particular time uh, in, in, in your life. Um, we hope to see you at Jasper Street Church of Christ to worship with us, with God in spirit and in truth. May God bless you and may God keep you.